Hello everyone, welcome back to Final Sector, to our final debrief before the mid-season break. We're recording this a little bit later for a couple of reasons. One, uh, we've got the mid-season break, so there's no real rush to, to push this one out to get the next one out, <laughs> yes. so there's that. But secondly, uh, you might notice that Kyle is not where he would normally be recording from. Where are you, Kyle, right now? Yes, I am in the land of even my former favorite driver, but who am oh, I wow. kidding? Still my favorite driver, <laughs> let's be real here, uh, Mr. Sergio Checo Perez. So um, it's nice to be here. It's nice to go around and see all the, you see all the advertising and the signs and everything. So um, yeah, even nice. if I'm not in an F1 area of the country, mm. there's still plenty to remind you that uh, is he yeah, actually like, in his homeland. Is he, so. is he actually up there quite a lot? I guess he's probably one of their biggest sort of international uh i guess superstars yeah yeah i mean anything anything like cars like service stations motor oil any of that you see him all over the place um so right okay yeah so um that's why you kind of see him around so yeah there you go all right well we'll get straight into actually before we get straight into this one uh this is your final chance to get any questions or topics in for our mid-season podcast which uh, depending, I actually don't know exactly when you get back. We'll probably try maybe for next weekend-ish or around the week, that sort of week. In about a week's time, we'll be recording. We'll get it out probably just before uh, we come back for Zandvoort, I think, is the first one back, isn't it? Dutch Grand Prix. So um, yes. we'll get it out probably a week before then. But uh, yeah, get your topics, questions in, anything you want us to talk about. We've got so much um, it's just the list keeps getting bigger of stuff we need to talk about so we don't need anything extra but if there's anything in particular please let us know but uh yeah let's go into spa um it was a very wet weekend as we had uh seen and predicted i, I don't really know where to start i feel like the race itself like the feature race was sort of the least interesting part of the weekend probably because it was just dry the entire time um so it kind of worked out as we expected but um really i think the first thing i i want to talk about is is i have to talk about mclaren because i came in again saying mclaren i don't know if they're gonna be fast here like this is this is sort of the last last hurdle for me to to see if they're Mm. actually get to actually have a quick car and they do still have as we saw here they do still have a deficit in terms of that top end speed particularly in the dry uh, I think a lot of that was possibly due to the fact that they probably tuned a lot of downforce into their setup, expecting it to be wet the entire weekend, which almost worked for them. Um, they were exceptionally quick in the wet conditions and in the, even in the the like wet to dry, the slippery conditions on those, uh, you know, the transition to the tri- dry tires when it was still a little bit slippy, that McLaren was just super fast. And in particular, which was really surprising, Oscar Piastri, which we talked about, we, we had a little conversation, we talked about how Piastri just, he just looked better all weekend over Norris, which yep. is uh, incredible to see. It's not something I don't think either of us expected because Norris himself is, he's no mug in, in the wet. So to be able to, to outperform Norris, uh, in that car is 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 pretty incredible. But uh, how'd you see McLaren's weekend? Yes. Yeah, so both, um, I guess, a trend we'll get into is is setups. You know, we were coming mm, here. Yep. We knew it could be kind of wet. We were hoping not too wet. And as it turned out for all sessions, it was we had a kind of a, a nice mix. Really, there was a few delays or a few 
you know things there to move here and there but mm. they still got everything running um and, and a good mix of dry wet and that mixed conditions yep. so that both meant that all the drivers you know it wasn't a, a straightforward kind of weekend for them um so we got to see a few drivers who really you know through the sprint and through the normal race were able to uh, show some stuff but for setup and for the teams they really had to pick how they wanted to set that car up yes and we were yep. curious about mclaren coming in here especially for a dry weekend and we didn't really get a proper answer because in the <laughs> slower stuff, in yeah. the wetter stuff, they were flying. Yeah. They were, they were not, faster than Both of them were flying. They were faster than I know Bull. they were amazing. And even we saw in that in that sprint kind of quality, mm. um, even the Red Bulls struggling a bit, not really getting it together when when Piastri, you know, especially Piastri and Norris, were seemingly fine. And in that middle sector, you saw their segments, and they were like gaining a second or something. Yeah. You're like, like eight what? Tenths, That's eight crazy. tenths over Max. Um, it's like, oh my god, yes, unbelievable. And uh, I guess I guess we kind of found out, which mm. was a trend during the race, which was, I guess was a lot dry, and they were hoping that they lost a lot of time on the straights. But again, you'd less say that's because of the car, but more you have to commit early on for the weekend, yeah. especially with a reduced practice, a wet practice, what your setup's going to be. So yeah. they gambled that it would be wet. We got to see enough of the sessions that were wet to see it pay off, mm. but you saw in the dry that it didn't pay off. However, still good to see that, as you say, especially Piastri put in a, a mega performance, yes, almost huge. everyone hoping he would get the pole, but Max, who was struggling you know, through that session, did mm. put it together to his credit with a mighty lap. But yep. still, everyone else who was out there who was you know, you'd say everyone on, on general equal footing, um, Piastri, you know, did very well and I guess was able to, you know, convert to a strong position as well for that sprint too. So yep. really, really good to see. Yeah. Well, you know, it's um, been a few races now in a row where he's been given that opportunity to show and he's no, you know, no doubts whatsoever. There's oh, all yeah. the videos coming out is saying, you know, hey, remember those two shock moves from moving away from Alpine yeah. last year? Well, <laughs> vindication for both of them yeah, now. Yeah, so. yeah. Alpine's a whole other story. That's, that's you know, Mid-season yep. podcast, I think we have to go into that because that's <laughs> yes, that's, yes, yes. that's a whole 100%. other thing. But uh, yeah, he's definitely <laughs> yes. definitely made the right move going to McLaren, as uh, I think this race has, has definitely shown us. But you, you mentioned the the sprint. I guess we can talk about the sprint shootout, sprint qualifying, and then the sprint race. We'll go into that first. It was actually really, really yeah fascinating, like you say, because it was com- completely wet up until that point. Um, we had we did have. Um, qualifying the day before which there was like a little bit of dry running then right at the end of qualifying um Mm. but even then it was still in like damp conditions so it wasn't really drying conditions which makes it even harder especially on a long track you want to be that last man out over the line yeah exactly and we saw a few teams a few driver in particular twice in a row somehow get that wrong Mm. and not get over the line yes yeah it was (laughs) very very odd uh who was it was it was was hulkenberg i think yeah yeah the first time it seemed to be there was Mm. an issue there to fix up and the team just didn't get out in time yeah the second time, which was for the you know the first session for the sprint quality, yeah. they just seemed to go. We don't we don't know. We just have to check. Yeah. He's on the radio going, "What the bloody hell are we doing?" I think he, so. he missed it by less than a second. He missed the checkered flag. So he was, I think he was just getting. They just timed it wrong. I think. Um, so yeah, I, and you know Hulkenberg and the Haas in the wet probably would have made it out of SQ1 pretty comfortably as well. They've generally yeah, have been yeah. pretty strong on one lap pace and in the wet, and Hulkenberg has generally been better yes. than Magnussen's. So um, yeah. you, you would have expected them to make it out as well. So I think that's a pretty big blunder from them. Ricardo did actually make it into SQ2, and Sonoda didn't make it as well. So yes. that was sort of the, the start of that. You're like, oh, Ricardo's 
actually putting in performances. Regard like he, I, I think in the the actual qualifying, he had a lap time to leader, didn't he, and didn't make it out of Q one like the, the day before. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, um, yes, he did. Yeah. So this was sort of, I guess, maybe a somewhat of a redemption from from that quality. The SQ two was uh, probably the first real interesting one because this is the one where Stroll went out on the. He was the only one to go out on those dry tires, which were the uh, the mediums. I'm going to get mm. into that a little bit later. We're going to have our return of the FIA shittery episode. Um, oh, uh, that's yes, <laughs> yeah, we? <laughs> we sure are. I've got a few things to talk about there, but SQ2, um, excellent. Yes. <laughs> uh, so he came out on the medium tires in that SQ2, uh, the only one to do so because I think there were were there a couple of drivers waiting. It might have been Alonso and. Albon, I think, were waiting in the garage. Everyone else went out on inters to sort of get in the laps, but it yeah. was everyone was like a couple of them were like, we think it's close to dry tires, um, but because the the sprint qualifying sessions are quite a bit shorter and the lap is so long, if you think it's going to be dry by the end of the session, you're probably better to wait and then just chuck on the dry tires, maybe get two warm up laps and then go for it. Um, yes, but that's in the, the big thing is getting yeah. the heat in. So yes. you can't kind of go out and one then change because that second run mm. going to be two, yeah. three, you know, laps losing the heat, yes. which is critical. Yeah, so. yeah. So, um, but I think uh, yeah, Alonso and Albon both came out on the inters. Stroll, I think, did go out initially on the inters and then came straight back in and then went out on the mediums. And it looked to be a like an absolutely brilliant move like the first half of the lap absolutely flying and then just that one corner yeah. just went just had nothing i think he got a little bit unlucky i think that track was probably i don't know two or three minutes off being a genuine dry circuit for, for slick tires i think he's just he's yeah. just missed it by a couple of minutes um which is really unfortunate but he does go into the wall um mm. sends out the red flag and then means drivers can't drivers like um alonzo and albon who only came out at the end of the session had to set their lap and then couldn't set their lap and then they got out as well and then sq3 was it it, it was nail biter really really crazy we had uh max did still take um pole position but like you were watching the lap times and because you say you know piastri got p2 um in the end but he was i think he came across the line first and then you were looking at Max. He was one of the first, yeah. and Max was one of the last. Yeah, so but you were looking at moment of tension. Yeah, you were looking at Max's times, and you're like, he's lost like a second through that middle sector. There's no way he makes that up. Yes. You sit there, you're like, oh my yeah. god, Piastri's going to get a pole. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, obviously, when you know after the fact why uh, he managed to gain so much time, it kind of makes a little bit more sense. But um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was still. Uh, it, it, you had Verstappen, Piastri, signs P1, P2, P3. They were separated by 0 0.025 seconds, um, which I'm sitting there going, that's Nothing. probably the closest we've had all year, uh, which was, <laughs> yeah. um, I don't, I, I think Max didn't have a, a perfect lap, obviously, but it, it does show that in sort of those mixed conditions, it does bring the field a hell of a lot closer together. And we had more of that traffic chaos again. Yeah, it was, it yes. was another yep. thing we saw, yep. you know, in both sessions and we've seen the past few weekends where traffic was, is always an issue. But even mm. here, so many drivers, you know, cutting each other off. I, I, I think it was here. I don't know which session it was. Where I do remember even, seeing um, that, yeah. Um, 
I don't know if it was, I think it was Russell again got stuck out. I don't know if he like jumped it, like Hamilton jumped ahead of him and then he started just before him. Yeah. And then Russell yep. binned it in T1 and got in Hamilton's way That's and then they right. were faffing yeah, about yeah. down the straight. I yep. can't remember. It might've been this session because they mm. both started seven and 10th, but it was one of them where they just got in each other's way and, you know, like yep. it was just messy, even between teammates, mm. even between... Yeah, just drivers. It was again another weekend where, as we say, we always deal with this. But just this year, you know, with everyone being so much closer, it feels like everyone's, you know, digging the knife a little bit deeper into each other when they're being cheeky because they just got to get every, you know, every inch, every, you know, less second you have to wait for tire warmth can, Mm. you know, be as much as five places. So um, it's a trend we're going to see continuing in the second half of the year, especially for Zandvoort. It's going to be huge there because that end section is so important to get a fast run. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have a, gonna like that, that that chicane, and then coming into that final final bend, I think you're gonna see a lot, yeah. lot of lot of drivers really cram up there. Yeah, so, yeah. so you get to the sprint race, which is only like what a couple of hours after, I think. Uh, and you're like, okay, it's probably going to be dry, except that it absolutely pissed down rain literally <laughs> right before the formation lap, uh, and I think it delayed yeah. the start. So we had four or five laps behind the safety car, and then had a rolling start, which is probably yes. probably the right decision considering how much spray you could see was was being uh, thrown up from the cars. That's obviously the the, yep. the what everyone says is the most dangerous part of particularly this track but just in wet conditions in general it's not so much the yeah. aquaplaning it's just that spray and you could see just how poor visibility was so but they did get going because they had to start on the wet tires it was it made yeah it was it was super super interesting with how how all the pits went out. it was very very reminiscent of it of was Hungary. another sprint race with a pit strategy yeah somehow. Yeah, yeah yeah it was very <laughs> odd because obviously everyone started on the wets and like by the time they actually got going um everyone was saying it's inters like you just have to have inters um which you know that's you could you could have this whole conversation about what's the point of the wet tires sure like that's that's a whole whole other conversation. Yeah. Um, we discussed on it the yeah, last time it was yeah. wet, and we'll talk about it in our mid-season. Yeah, There's a bit going yeah, on there. exactly. They're looking like, into ways to fix it, but but irrespective, mm. it was the case where it was another case where we had a sprint mm. where position matters. Yes. It was a reduced sprint because we'd had those four or five laps down. Yep. It's not like it was dry, like it was drying, and it would, but it would still need to dry like uber quickly to make it worth to stop because yep. it's like. It's not the worst pit lane, but it's not the best either. You mm. don't really save time. It's kind of average. So you're not going to suddenly, you know, only lose 10 seconds through a pit lane like in Canada or something. Yeah. It's still a bit of a penalty. Yeah. But we did see kind of like almost half the field come in in a way. I it, feel was, like it was a bit of a mix was, of drivers. It right? was exactly half the field and it was exactly one drive yeah. from every team. So yeah. it was all 10 teams. So they, they didn't double stack a seat. Like it was exactly 10 drivers came in after the formation lap. And it was, uh, yeah. they didn't double stack anyone, um, probably because they were all so bunched up and they thought, you know, just... You would, yeah, if you're in the midfield, you go straight to the back. Yeah, the, 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 pro- the problem is, is that everyone who pitted on the first time, like who came in after the formation lap before the start, every single one of those drivers uh, got... And or, or I think almost everyone that got that and a good stop, like let's say that didn't get held up in the pit lane or yeah. whatever, uh, got an advantage from it. So they actually, and that's how Piastri ended up coming out ahead of Max because he came in in that first stop. He did Max, come out ahead. Yes, yes. and Max came it out. Was... <laughs> uh, Max came in on the following lap, and that allowed Piastri to get ahead. But if you look down at like 
who pit, who pitted when on if they pitted on the first lap or the second lap, uh, you'll see that pretty much everyone who pitted on that first lap gained positions, and pretty much everyone who pitted on that second yeah. lap lost positions. So I think if you yep. somehow you know if you if you had the choice to come in on that first lap and, and made that decision then you you benefited from it so uh, yeah. and yeah we it's had... hard still because even if you yeah. double stack at any point you, because you got that whole queue mm, yeah you probably lose more than if you did stay out right and there was still a bit of a yeah. question mark right like they'd been around behind the safety car going slowly mm. even everyone peeling it was almost a little bit of a surprise right we were saying well is this you know right are they going to be slipping around and as it turned out mm. yeah it was you know by far the advantageous thing to do yeah, but yeah. um it's it's a hard thing to, yeah. to predict, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. And if you had like all twenty drivers coming in, then imagine the chaos in the pit lane trying to, because it's basically <laughs> it's all squabbling for position in the pit lane, indie car yeah. style or supercar yeah, style or something. Yeah. yeah, so it's not like it's 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 different from the Hungary one where the race hadn't started yet, so they came into the pits, um, yes. and they still, you know, it was just Hamilton obviously on the on the pit straight. Uh, and then everyone else in the pit lane, but the race wasn't at full racing speed yet. Like he still had to come up, they still had to do the lights. So like there was, there's yep. only so much they can do in the pit lane. But when it's at like a hey, green flag racing and you got ten plus drivers in the pit lane, it's like they they're now squabbling for position. So if you have any more than that, that's when yep. you start having possibly some some yes. really big issues in the pit lane. So I'm kind of glad that it sort of worked out the way it did i think any more than 10 would have been a bit a bit crazy although that pit lane is quite wide yep. so it, it would have helped if it was somewhere like zandvoort for instance i think mm-mm, yeah. that would not have worked but it uh, was still satisfying how it worked out yes and, um, yeah yeah it did make for an interesting finishing order like we kind of had yeah max that you know started near the front he lost that position but he did get it you know back as well i guess we were gonna expect, expect him to that, unless yeah. he had some major issue right mm, um yeah so but for the rest of the order, you know, it did, it did shake up a little bit, but we still had a bit of a um, different different kind of flavor of podium. Yeah, um, yeah, Gasly, so I think one of those. We were speaking of, you know, I was yeah. going to say we were speaking of Alpine's woes, yes. but actually they managed to piece something together yep. here, which yep. was almost you felt good for them. For yeah, it. yeah, no, it's good. I think Gasly again was one of those drivers that um, that pit on the first lap as well, so got quite close to the front and yeah managed to hold on to a top three which is is yeah. is really awesome i'm really happy for him perez did have a little bit of a stinker i think he had uh he had a moment where he just couldn't get tires warm or something he was just had literally no grip and i think there was mm. in in the, in the space of about half a lap he got overtaken by hamilton signs and leclerc he went from p4 and just dropped to p7 uh, they just absolutely flying yes. past him so was this was it in the Oh, it was probably after the. It was in the sprint. Contact. He had the collision with Hamilton. Yes, yeah, he probably. Because Hamilton was, yeah, was looking yes. up his inside mm. um, at a quite an interesting place to overtake. Just after the, if you know the sector two line, basically on that fast right-hander before you go into the long back straight. Yes. Um, it's pretty hard to pass through there. I think Hamilton did have enough to earn himself some space, mm -hmm. but you could tell he kind of slipped out a little bit. Mm. Not that I'm saying I'm laying blame on anyone here. I think it's been quite an interesting issue for people to talk about. It was one of those instances where we've had, you know, massive wax in the past and nothing has happened. This seemed like a very innocent little tap and it basically shredded open the whole side of Perez's car. Yeah. From that point, especially in these conditions, 
he just had nothing. There was there was no grip there. Obviously, yeah. he didn't. You know, he couldn't get any drive out of the corners. He had to take everything slowly, and everyone just flew past him. So yeah. um, again, I guess an argument he shouldn't have been fighting there anyway. He should have been running yeah. away <laughs> at yep, the front yep, yep. in a way. I'm not going to blame either driver. Hamilton did get slapped with a little penalty for it, which I think is a little harsh. I think that's but harsh. Yeah. Te- it's harsh. I mean, technically, yes, it was his fault, and technically, he could have he had enough room. But it's still such a minor tap, you know. Like, I think that's right. It's one of those instances where if they bumped and nothing happened, yeah. you'd go, "Oh, it's nothing." It's yeah. only because there was you know a lot of damage. You kind of went, "Oh," but then you know, it's like if you take a driver out and light touch rather than just bounce off each other. It's mm. I thought that was harsh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was unfortunate for for both drivers. Yes, I guess they had yeah. that bit of a of um, a bump, but um, mm. it still made that that it was still an interesting sprint. I guess yeah. um, look, I don't want to foreshadow. It maybe gave us some false hope for maybe a more interesting <laughs> race, but um, yeah. it was nice to have some excitement. Again, that's what the sprints are here for. We've maybe been delighted with a bit of you know mixed up weather or strategy, mm. which is why the sprints are looking even better than before. Yeah. But if they're we'll all going to be like this, we'll then we can get. Yeah. we'll take them, yeah. keep them coming. To be honest, yeah, it's, it's good to be able definitely. to uh, have more racing. But yeah, I guess I guess we'll touch on the feature race. We had uh, before we go into that though, like the qualifying, we had a um, uh, slightly different to the the SQ, like the, the 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 shootout. We had Max put it on pole by I think eight tenths. Um, despite nearly being knocked out, it was just yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah, but he nearly got knocked out in Q two. Like he just scraped he barely through. scraped through in ten, tenth position. Yes. I think he was lucky. There was a few drivers I think that were out of position that probably could have knocked him down with the time that he had. Yep. There was a bit of back and forth on the radio. I think there was obviously some disagreement with how he wanted to do things versus his um, his uh, mechanic. But look, that happens, right? And of course, mm. it turns out they sorted it out, and he put in an absolute stonker of a it's lap. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, it, it was big, but it was um, look. I think something else that I maybe was was hoping for for this weekend. We of course had um, Leclerc in in P two. Signs it did well in the shootout quality as well. Got it in in um, P three, I believe. They were both up there, which is what we were, we were hoping for, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, and then I guess as we go into the race, I guess some of that speed did translate. It maybe helped yeah. that you know, unfortunately, um, you know, we had a bit of a mm. classic spa. Someone going to the inside, which you know kind of as a 50 50 of working out and it didn't really work out unfortunately yes and it was piastri and he obviously was was fast all this weekend uh that uh that contact i i think racing incident is probably correct looking at piastri's on like a lot of people could say you know signs did lock up he had hamilton on his outside Piastri was alongside, but there was a moment. You look at Piastri's onboard. There was a moment where it's like he could have backed out, like he absolutely could have backed out. But he's like, "And oh, I'm going to go for it anyway." And it's like, "Okay, there well, is now- a reason we have seen this happen yes. a lot. We've yeah. seen Max famously do it before yes. a few years ago, where he snuck his nose in there. I think it's a Raikkonen, and, and sometimes if it does work out, you will get a good run. Yeah. But it's it cannot work out and it often causes mm. very bad damage as we saw here yeah so. yeah yeah so i think racing is that it is uh 100 correct uh because yes. i think yeah piastri while he probably he was on the inside he was more or less alongside probably should have been given the space he did have a chance to back out earlier 
Signs did lock up, but he didn't really have anywhere else to go. So yeah, without that lock up, I think it would have been okay because Signs yeah. was kind of like coming behind Hamilton, and then his lock up forced him to go to the inside. Mm. Which, from his point of view, he did have that space for. It's just unfortunate mm. that the space he couldn't tell kind of needed to be there also for Piastri. So yes, a hundred percent a racing incident. It's yeah. it's one of those where some people, you know, are saying that Piastri could have used his experience. I think you know you can say that but then it's like well but then you know you get Bottas syndrome where Bottas would never go for anything like yeah. this so it's almost yeah. nice to see him go for it because if it did pay out he could have overtaken Sainz had a run on Hamilton yep. it would have been brilliant yep. you know would so really good start um, yeah, yeah it's, it's the case of Spa he's gonna learn from it right it's it's you know after his day he had the prior day no one's gonna blame him no, no one's you know it's kind of like the classic it's not really but it's almost like the classic Gordon Ramsay meme right where everyone's like oh dear oh gorgeous it's okay yeah. you know like it's okay you're you're all good yeah. don't worry about it so um yeah. yes but it, it was it was almost unfortunate that it took both of them out because mm. you know the fight for the top and um could have been a little more interesting but i guess two of the almost the second the third fastest drivers we'd seen out there that weekend were basically you know out of it with damage so it was yeah. like uh you yeah. know it probably took a little bit of the spice out that we could have had for for some of those battles for the podium a so. bit, yeah we had piastri went out almost i think immediately and then signs did keep going he had some minor damage but he started to drop back and drop back and drop back and then yeah. eventually retired pit stops were all over the place no one because it was the only real dry yes. running no one knew what tires were going to run long distances what the life of all the tires were or the, which yes you know, how the, many stops to do yeah you had the williams who ended up having to go three pit stops um which i'll uh, I, I watched a video yes where james vowels was talking about how the the tire like cake tin thing so then when you take the tires off the cake tins that hold the brakes yes apparently they were just like damaged because there was so much heat going through them um and that's what this is the re like there was just so so much heat generated into the tires it was just yeah. burning through their tires uh and that's why they had to come in for three stops which is why i was i was surprised to see williams so far down because they should have been probably pretty strong here, and I think they were showing pace. They were they were quick, uh, and I think it's just the tire degradation that that sort of ha like hampered their progress a little bit. Well, we had a bit back. of a yeah. teaser for that, even within the changing conditions. Because when we saw at the end of the sprint, there was a comparison of the top three drivers and their tires. Mm. We saw. Um, Oh. Piastri and you saw Gasly and their Inters they seemed to be quite grainy and worn and then you saw Max's and, and they looked like brand yeah, new and yeah. that's where you went oh boy even you know even mm. though this car looks fast the wear looked insane on it but it also showed you that hey wear is obviously going to be a big thing and a big difference between cars here where you know True. some may just aggressively stop it push it and could make up some pace mm. while others you know may need to, to you know push it back try and for you know even a one stop if they can um yep. And even as I was partway through the race, it was hard to know because you kind of saw the field, you know, sorting out. You saw some guys chasing others, but then you were like, saw the pit area. I was like, oh, this guy's made none. This guy's made two. Yeah. You're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. What do you mean? It was very odd. So, yeah. Um, and then you had like drivers like... It was tricky to keep track of. Yeah. So, we had, uh, you had like um, yeah. Norris coming through. Like he was, he was super, he had an, a whole other issue where he had like steering issues apparently for the first stint, but he was just getting absolutely mugged early on. Um, straight line speed obviously not helping in the dry but he did also have some steering issues which meant yeah. he just dropped all the way back but then he came in on that last stint on those soft tires and i think he made his way up to like p7 was it by the end he was like p7 
seven. I think I saw something where at one point he was in like P fifteen. Yeah, he was. I think I don't know if it was F one or the race put out an article on it, mm. talking about how they it was like the hidden strategy of the race where they, as we said, they had a car that wasn't strong in that dry, and mm. you could see it on the straight. You know, even when Perez just flew past him, yep, right, so yep. he was making his climb. But they said they employed some strategy which meant he can push, and for being at P fifteen at one point, he still recovered to P seven, which yeah. is safe for a car which yeah was not set up for 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 um, for that conditions at all mm. for that track yep. you know yep. um effectively best of the rest like i guess he was behind what russell alonso hamilton leclerc so kind of the best of the rest in that field anyway yeah. ahead of um just ahead of ocon and stroll i think so yeah. um credit where it's due you know did what he could with that car yeah but um Definitely. i imagine there was lots of hidden stories of strategy in there we just missed there's, there's so many like so many stories that you could take from this you could talk about this this race quite a lot because there's a lot to talk about but it's just so hard to keep track of again because there was no um no pit strategy really like you know how they always have this is the pit strategy and this is what the you know every team sort of comes to a general consensus yeah. that okay there's these two or three strategies that might work during the race option a option b yeah yeah, yeah. um or in ferrari's case option f or something you know we'll go plan, Delta plan gamma. yeah <laughs> um but uh yeah that you know no team or driver really had that so it was just like every they were just sort of figuring it out as they went so no real driver or team kind of went the same strategy which makes it very hard to keep track of but um yeah it made it at least a little bit interesting when you see all the chopping and changing and then norris coming back yeah. through the field sonoda getting p10 and the, that car looked super super quick this weekend as well um although ricardo would say it was a fierce yeah. fight for that p10 too yes you it thought was the last yeah. 10 laps six different drivers had it yeah. going up and down all yep, over yep. so yeah yeah so um yeah we had perez did end up getting the p2 in the race i think he qualified p3 and qualifying and then obviously max had his five i didn't even mention that the five second penalty for the gearbox change it didn't matter he ended up 22 seconds ahead of perez by the end of the race anyway which obviously you, yes. you could realistically predict in the dry um and then leclerc gets that that p3 but uh yeah i think we saw it on the broadcast it, i guess we'll touch on max a little bit you see um him coming up behind to overtake perez on track and you just see just how much faster and how much smoother he is. And he's just hitting every apex. And he's like, the the control he has over that car compared to Perez in the same car. You're just looking at it from Max's perspective. You're like, he's he's yeah. he's just faster. He, he, he could take, overtake anywhere he wants to right now because he's just hitting the absolute, yes. like, if you had, if you, you turned on racing line on like those F1 games, you have the racing line, like this is the optimal racing line. You max yes. is following that on rails whereas like you know particularly but yeah, yeah particularly t1 you had perez went just a little bit wide and then max up just takes that slightly slightly more inside gets a really good run even backs out of the throttle at the top so that way he doesn't catch him too quickly going through a ruse and radion yes. and then just fucking flies past him and you're just like this is like max is he's different level <laughs> compared to perez just watching that on board for what the third third of a lap half of a lap you're just thinking oh my god it's, it's not so just good. the car it's yeah and it's you'd say so yes good. you'd say there are oh, other drivers that might be able to match it but um mm. no you're okay there's other drivers that could match it but it's it's 
that's why people call him a great right you just sit on an onboard and you can just see the smoothness and everything and it's, it's that fact he has that pace and that tire wear right that's yeah, something big that yeah. all of the car can provide mm. it's a big thing the driver needs to provide that's what we've seen sometimes alonso be good at too you know is being able to push the car but also conserving the tires yep, so yep. even it, even say you know a case where he was in another team he'd still be crushing it right mm. so um it's it's just one of those lethal combinations and this weekend a perfect example in every session of uh of why he's just as good as he is yep. it's um you know it earns respect even if you wish he wasn't as far ahead but um yeah. it's it's crazy yeah it's, it's yeah, mental legend being yeah legends and records being made right here what was it, like red bull got the record now for the most races as a team in a row they got it from mclaren last weekend 12, so now they're pushing wins, that I max think, i 12, think 12, is 13. yeah yeah, Max, I think, is one or two off, like, being most wins in a row, which I think he he's might take off. from Vettel yep. from, from his yeah, Red Bull years, which you'd say at this point, look, he's going to Zandvoort. If he doesn't do it there, that'll be a big shame. Yeah, so, um, yep. yeah. We're witnessing something else, it's for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, at least we saw Perez getting P2. Like, good, that's where he should have been. where he should that. be, yes. <laughs> it's, yep. it's good enough. Just keep doing that yeah, at least when, if yep. Max is going to be this good. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I think even... <laughs> It's crazy how, like, even his own team, like, Red Bull are basically just saying, like, yeah, he basically just can't, he's just not going to be able to challenge Max. He, he just needs to fight for yes. it too. And it's like, yeah, yes. he's, yeah, I think even it, Perez will, will say otherwise, like, kind of has to, but even he has to realize, like, he's fighting for P2 now, right? Like, you can't yes, really of course. So, it's, it's, yeah, it's got to be realistic. Yeah. I guess the other, the other thing is that Hamilton decided to steal the fastest lap so Max doesn't get the clean sweep, but, you know, he had that free pit <laughs> That was stop, funny. Yeah. He had a little bit of a gap and decided to go yep, for it. Yeah. Um, that, that was, was good. good. I, I guess we do we do have to make sure we end on your revival of our very favourite series. Ah, favorite yes, yeah. Tune back up and that. going yeah. again. It's the only reason people tune in. Yeah. It's the only reason they wait till of the course, end. Of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> the SQ, the SQ2 incident. Obviously, this is when Stroll went out on the mediums. And normally, normally, what happens when you have like wet to dry conditions and someone's deciding to go on the slicks, they'll go onto the softs. So, sprint qualifying is a little bit different in the sense that uh, SQ1 and SQ2, you're required to use the mediums. SQ3, you're required to use the softs. That's right. So, what proviso is is that if the track is declared wet um, and you go on to dry tires and you, you decide to go on to dry tires, you get free range. So you can choose whatever dry tires you want. The, As it is in the race, if at any yes. point it's declared wet, the minimum yeah. requirements go out the window. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the FIA decided not to declare it a wet track, even though it was quite <laughs> clearly a wet track. So <laughs> that way, if if... The drivers decided to go out in SQ1 and SQ2. They had to go out on the mediums because it wasn't declared a wet track. They weren't allowed to use the softs. But why? Tell what is that all so about? That's a, that's a great question. The FIA said they deemed the tyre warm-up <laughs> of the mediums to be just as good as the softs, which is a flat-out lie. Um, that is, yes. like... That's a safe. That's a safety concern, isn't it? Like, they've just basically said, and we're I not going to declare it a wet track. the purpose of declaring the track, yes, is not yes. to... 
enable or disable the use of other tires. That's mm. not the purpose of calling a track wet. There are yep. other yes. reasons that they call a track yes, wet. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this and this this is actually the reason they said that's why they amazing. did it is so they could come so they have to come out on the mediums on SQ one, SQ two. And that's the reason why Stroll came out on the mediums and not the soft. And you you, you look at it, you're like, why didn't he come out on the softs? And it's like that's why he wasn't allowed to. If he came out on the softs, he probably would have been disqualified. Wow. And that's probably like if he yes. had those softs, would he have gone to the wall? Would he have had a bit more temperature in yeah. the tires to be able to, to to hold it through that corner? Who knows? How well done, FIA. I didn't pick well up on that. fucking I've, done. I, that's good. Oh. That's a good one to end oh. off the mid-season. That's classic FIA. God, I love it. Not just like, oh, they did, you know, a little fucky-wucky. This is just like, a, just a, oops, we don't know what we did. Yep. Classic. Yep. That's stupid. That's so stupid. I, I was so angry when I fucking heard that. I was so angry. Um, Fantastic. Let, let us know your thoughts on that because I was, like I said, I was, I was not happy. I thought that was a very, very, very stupid decision. Um, and it, it's something that, to most, I guess, would seem intangible. Like I didn't even realize that at the time. Yeah. But when you hear it through and you hear they didn't even have a good reason, you again go, mm. "Look, this isn't some yep. backyard cricket." fucking you know toy car race <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is f1 like yeah this is like surely something's broken down here that yeah. really should never ever ever yeah exactly <laughs> especially somewhere like where there's been so much talk about the yes. safety in the wet particularly 100%. at this track and they're just like oh actually we're just going to ignore that for this particular rule because yeah why like i don't i don't get it like it's just it's just a brain fade from from the fia i think i don't yeah. i don't really get it um but yeah, like I said, let us know your thoughts. Um, I guess, I guess we'll end on that. <laughs> but uh, let us let us know your thoughts on the weekend. On I guess on the the, the season so far as well. Um, we'll be we'll be breaking that down. Plus all the big stories again in our in our mid season podcast that we're recording in about a week yep. or so. Hopefully the second half of the season is even more exciting than the first. I think there's still a lot more stories to be told. I think McLaren's rise uh, coming through. I think. Uh, if if Aston Martin can find something, if you had to pick which team is going to come P two, it's don't know hard. How you could pick it's it. hard. Like, you if know, it wasn't hard enough already. Yep. It's now even harder. Yeah, like it's yep. insane. This is crazy. Definitely. Yeah. I know everyone's going. Oh, just take Red Bull out of the championship and look how insane this yeah. is. It's like, well, just look at it like yeah, that then. Like yeah. if that's getting your excitement going. Yep. Bloody hell, go for yeah. it. That's what I'm excited yeah, about. Yeah, so. definitely. So, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about big discussion coming up soon. But I'm sure we'll talk a lot about that. Um, but yeah, 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 stay tuned. Uh, we'll see you in a few weeks for our, our big mid-season podcast. Take care, everyone. Enjoy the rest Indeed. of your holiday, Kyle. And uh, yeah, we'll, do. we'll see you next time. <laughs>